What is going on guys? Welcome back to CEO Cast. I'm your host Raheem and today we are back with Hamza Zahor. Now this episode was demanded quite a lot for part two. So here we are. Hamza, what's happening bro? How you doing? I'm good bro. How are you? I'm good man. I'm all good bro. So how are you, how are you coping with quarantine man? What's things been like for you? Good bro. Firstly, thank you for having me back on. I think... Um, thank you for coming back you on. Know, I know you're a busy yeah, man. Yeah, it's great. It's great to hear that people wanted to see more. Um, obviously, we jumped on a few months ago when you first started. I think one of the first episodes, isn't it? Like, what, third episode, I think? I think it was fourth episode or something like that, yeah. Fourth episode, yeah. So, and obviously, now CEO Cast has grown a lot since then. So, um, so honoured to be back. But, yeah, in terms of lockdown, um, I'm doing all right. I think it's a difficult time for everyone. Of course, yeah. Obviously, everyone's outside of their routines. And um, some people are feeling it more than others, you know, getting depressed and demotivated. But... To, to be honest with you, I'm just trying to find the ben- the positives in in all of this, and I'm just trying to be as productive as I can. You have to, man. So how do you how do you deal how do you adapt with the change, man? Like there must be a, a shift in mentality. So how do you deal with that? Yeah, definitely. So um, obviously, the first few days I found it very difficult because for me, in fact, you know what? That, that's that's probably a lie. I think the first few days I actually enjoyed it, mm. um, just because I'm so active and non-stop. Like I'm not like I'm literally on the go non-stop from one business to another. So I never have a chance to breathe. Um, so I actually enjoyed it for the first few days. I was like, okay, this is a little holiday. Um, it's a bit of time off, a bit of time for my body to recover, my mind to recover. Um, but then I realized, okay, this is not um, temporary. This is going to be the way it is for a little while when um, I've got time to stay at home now, um, you know, by respecting the rules of lockdown. And on top of that, uh, we closed Brio's um, because obviously restaurants were forced to close. We could have stayed open, um, being offering takeaway and deliveries, but we chose to close just for the safety of everyone. Um, so literally, I had literally, but all my businesses were basically closed. Yeah. Um, so I basically made the conscious decision that I'm going to do different things, things that I've thought about for a long time, but I haven't executed on myself just because of lack of time. Mm. Um, so I thought instead of um, wasting the time instead of doing nothing at home instead of getting bored let me actually make the most of it um, what are some of those things so yeah literally so um i i used to have a clothing line um which was one of my first businesses that i started in 2015 yeah um it was an arabic streetwear brand um clothing line and it was quite successful to be honest with you we, we had orders from all over the world um and the only reason i stopped it in uh, 2018 i think it was i stopped um, was simply because of lack of time. Um, I was so focused on social awakening that I just couldn't give my all to that business. And I started to neglect it. I started to, um, you know, drop a gear a little bit in terms of um, quality. And I just think that, you know, if I'm not going to be the best at something, I don't want to do it. If I'm not going to give my all to something, I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. So I literally just decided, you know what, even though this is making me money, um, I'm going to have to call it a day. Um, so I made that decision and it was very, very difficult for me at the time because it was literally my first semi-successful business. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I stopped it. Um, I didn't, after, obviously that was a difficult time, you know, I, I definitely uh, missed it after a while. But, you know, I, I didn't lose focus on my, my active uh, businesses and, and investments. Um, so Yeah, because you had built a quite then, a good brand with that one as well. I remember yeah, it popping yeah, yeah. and in the, in the moment where it went off, I remember my sister was begging me, because she knows that I know you. She's saying, can you please get me a jump or get me a hoodie or something like that? It was sick, man. A lot of yeah, people wanted it. Yeah. You know what? Um, I built um, a very, very good hype around it um, yeah. from early because at that time, um, I didn't have Social Awakening. I didn't have any other business. I 
I, I was doing things here and there, but that was like my first proper business, business, if you, if you will, like one that actually worked, one that actually made money. Yeah. Um, and so obviously I had a sentimental attachment to it, but, um, and even when I uh, started it, obviously it grew so fast. I managed to get 10K on Instagram followers really quickly. Um, and all I did was influencer marketing. All I did was just send clothes to influencers, get them to promote it. Um, and that worked for me. And at that time, it was, very, it was a very new concept. And I didn't necessarily know what I was doing. I just kind of saw a model that worked and kept doing it. Mm. Um, and that, that's why it was quite successful. But yeah, anyway, um, to get back to uh, your question in terms of lockdown. So um, that was on my mind. And I kind of realized that, okay, this is something that I've wanted to get back to for a very long time. Um, it involved me sitting in front of my laptop for a couple of days, um, which is a luxury I don't normally have where I can just sit down and not, yeah, not focus yeah. on my other businesses, but focus on something else. Um, so literally just sat down in front of the laptop, um, stayed in my room for a few days um, and just grinded and, and got it back up and running, made sure um, all my supplies were still available, the ones that I could work with because of coronavirus, some of them were closed. So just ones that were available, started working with them. I had a lot of stock from before as well, which I didn't get rid of. So um, basically I was just up and running. Um, and I kind of said to myself that if I'm going to come back and I'm going to bring this brand back, I want to do it properly. I don't want to just come back during quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. And then and once life goes back to normal, then I neglect it again. No. Um, I said to myself, okay, this is, I need to set a specific plan to make sure that, okay, maybe it's not going to be um, the number one business or the number one focus, but I should be able to at least balance, make time for it, make it successful um, and just do whatever I can. So I came up with a number of ideas, like a new collection, mm. um, which a lot of people wanted to see. So at the moment, um, including the time where this podcast will be released, um, there's a sale on right now because like I said I had a lot of stock from before that I didn't get rid of so um, yeah so obviously those are really really still very very popular items so I've just put a sale on um, until Thursday the 20th uh, Wednesday the 22nd I think it is a Wednesday um, and then after that I'm going to drop the new collection just before Ramadan I think it's perfect timing because it's an Arabic clothing brand as well um, yeah so that's that's exciting um, so that's definitely kept me busy I've been doing other things as well, but obviously that has that was um, mm. one thing that kept me very very busy initially. So you're a man of many many businesses. If you've uh, if you're watching <laughs> this right now and you haven't seen the first part, make sure you watch that. You'll learn a bit more about Hamza, what he's doing, things like Brio, Social Awaken. Watch that, then probably this podcast will make a bit more sense to you. But that being said, like I said, you're a man of many businesses, an entrepreneur in the making. If not, you're already made as an entrepreneur. How do you? manage your time to run all your businesses yeah good question man i think um you know it's it's very difficult sometimes um you know like i said up until this point arban um hadn't hadn't i didn't have time i didn't have time to to mm. to give that business an idea a, a chance and even so many other ideas that i had i didn't have the time to execute those um so it's, it is difficult um, but I think if you want to be successful, you have to be conscious that your time is your biggest asset. Um, and that's the only thing that we really have control over is our time. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, you have to be able to prioritize what is your focus? What is your end goal? What are you trying to achieve? And once you know that what your goals are, what you're trying to achieve, you can work backwards and say, okay, I know what I want to achieve. Um, I know what my ideal life looks like. Mm. So based on that, I know what I need to prioritize. 
Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. A lot of people, they their goal is money, but I don't think money is a goal. I think money is a means of living. It's not, it shouldn't be the end goal. It shouldn't be what you're chasing. You should be chasing maybe something that you can buy with that money, maybe. Uh, maybe you want to buy a house for whatever, whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But money as just by itself, I don't think is a goal. And I think if your goal is simply money, it's going to be very difficult for you to decide what your ideal life look, looks like other than materialistic things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think in terms of time management, I just try to work longer hours than normal people do. Um, on a normal day, like outside of quarantine, I'm working 15 to 18 hour days um, just to make the most of my time, um, whether that is at Brio's, whether that is at Social Awaken um, or any other kind of opportunities that I have doing the podcast that I've got as well. Um, so it's not it's not impossible i think some of the most successful people in the world they have multiple investments but they're able to manage it because they have a clear guideline of okay this is a breakdown of my time this is where i'm going to allocate this time mm-hmm. for example time like um yeah so for example like if i've got um if if for example um in a normal day outside of quarantine i've i'm at brio's from let's say 12 to 5 yeah. Between those hours, I won't even think about my other businesses because my focus there. is okay. From twelve to five, I'm here. Yeah, I'm locked in. I'm I'm focused here. This is my time for this business, and I won't let any external factors affect that. Mm. And then outside of that time, okay, maybe I've got a few hours for, for social awakening or whatever it may be. So it's just about managing your time um, effectively, and you know, it, it's sometimes trial and error. Yeah. Some things work for other people. Some things work, you know, for for me and. It's just about balancing it and, and, and working out what works best for you. Some people, they can manage multiple businesses within the same time frame. So they'll say, okay, between nine to six, I'm going to focus on all my businesses. And after six, I'm going to go home and spend time with the family. But for me personally, being young, I think obviously I have the advantage that, okay, I'm not married. I don't have kids. So um, whilst obviously I still have to give family time, um, it's very, very important that I utilize this time as much as I can. So just working endlessly and more hours than than maybe I will later on when I'm a little bit older. Yeah, here's here's a question I got for you. Yeah, so obviously you run um, uh, Brios. Now, how did you deal with the news of the fact that you have to close? So it was difficult, of course, um, because you know with with Brios, every single month we're building more momentum. We're yeah. growing. We're getting we're getting bigger and better. Because, you know, in the restaurant industry, you're constantly improving. Um, I think you never stop improving in most businesses, but in restaurant industry in particular, you're constantly getting feedback from your customers. You're constantly making adjustments just so you can be better because you might think you're the best today, but then uh, another competitor might open up next door and then you have to rethink, okay, what can I do to, yeah. to improve? So, so that's why I have the mentality that no matter what external factors are, Every single month, we have to see improvements, whether mm. that is with the food, whether that is with the service, whether that is revenue, whatever it is, we have to see some level of improvement. So it was difficult because we've, we haven't been open for that long, but each month we're growing and growing. So the fact that this came along, we kind of started feeling it uh, before before lockdown. We kind of saw that, okay, people were, people were not going out as much as they were previously. Yeah. Um, so it did affect us uh, financially. Um, but when we got the news that, okay, it's time to close your restaurant. Obviously, we had the choice to stay open as a takeaway uh, and deliveries only, which we did for a few days. Um, I think, actually, no. I think um, lockdown was the day that we closed. So before that, we it was still quiet, but we were obviously 
we had gloves and we had all the the necessary measures. Um, but yeah, it was it was disappointing. Um, Were you heartbroken in at any way? At the end of the day, it's up. Sorry, say that again. Were you heartbroken in any way from it? You know what? I, I don't get heartbroken because I think um, obviously it's 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 frustrating, it's difficult, but. At the end of the day, it's out of our control. So there's no point dwelling on it. You just got to make the most of the situation and understand, okay, this is the situation. There's nothing we can do. And on top of that, I think the government has been quite um, quite helpful in the fact that they're obviously giving grants out and loans, especially for uh, hospitality businesses. They're doing a lot uh, in what they can help. And it might not be anywhere near as what, what we would have made mm. um, revenue-wise, but at the same time, it still um, bridges the gap a little bit. And... You know, it's a time where we have to kind of not just think about business and money. We have to think about the bigger picture, and that is people's health and well-being. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's no point dwelling on something that we have no control over. Mm. So then, that's one business that's been affected. What about the others? So the, obviously, the Urban Outfitters. I'm guessing you can. That's all the online orders, and you can still ship that because Royal Mail is still doing deliveries and, and all those sort of uh, things. But then, what about Social Awaken? How does that come into play? For, so for people who don't know yeah, what social so awakening is, sorry, there's some mad delay. <laughs> no, go for it, go for it. So, so for people who don't know yeah, what social awakening is, what is it? So social awakening is a um, digital marketing agency. We focus on social media marketing um, for businesses. We started off mainly focusing on um, hospitality businesses, but we don't just limit ourselves to that. We work with various different uh, types of businesses, but still mainly hospitality. So, um, uh, of course, uh, coronavirus affected us because our clients, if they're not trading anymore, um, they close their doors, then of course it means that it's going to have a knock-on effect on us. Mm. Um, we've obviously got still clients that, you know, they, they want to keep marketing. They Some of them, for example, they're still open for deliveries and takeaways, so they're still going on as normal and we have to work harder than ever yeah. to make sure that um, those are converting and people are, you know, ordering deliveries and, and as much attention as possible we can get obviously um there are businesses that you know we kind of paused because there's not a lot that we can do but the message that i'm trying to get across to any of my clients and even businesses that aren't my clients um that you know it's not a time to stop your marketing it's a time to boost your marketing more than ever because this is a time where people are at home people are on their phones more than ever they're not at work as much people are working from home but the more or less the majority of the uk public is at home and so they're naturally going to be on their phones. They're going to be on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't it doesn't make any more sense for you to for you to for, it doesn't make sense for you to stay quiet, for you to not be posting, for you to not be active on social. Yeah. Um, this is a time where you have to make the most of it even more. And it doesn't necessarily mean to be promoting your business or to directly be promoting your products or services, but you could be doing anything to be still keeping people's attention. Um, and kind of just making sure that once everything ends and once coronavirus and lockdown finishes, that you're not forgotten about, um, that people still remember you and maybe people remember you more. Like there's so many people that have benefited from uh, lockdown, not necessarily coronavirus. Obviously, that's the horrible pandemic that's going on. Yeah. But the fact that people are stuck at home, um, there's a lot of people that have benef- benefited from it, like Tory Lanez, for example. I don't know if you've been seeing um, what he's been doing on Instagram Live, but he's a American I think everyone has. That. Yeah, like I'm sure everyone has, you know. Um, he's benefited so much. I think he's gained about four million or three million followers yeah. within the space of lockdown, um, just because um, oh, he's, doing. he's making the most of it. Yeah, and he was very, very smart because he 
was releasing the album at the same time. So he got all these new followers that probably may not may not have even heard about him or may not have paid attention to him as much as possible. Yeah. As as much as before. And now he's got um, new fans. And and then yeah, and now he's got new fans and now he's got people listening to his content and when he goes on tour in, in the future he's gonna benefit off that. Mm. Same with um other other pages, other meme pages, you know, these kind of pages. So there's a lot of uh, things that people are doing and benefiting from right now, um, from lockdown and from people being at home. Yeah. Um, Especially with people like yeah, that's, um, that's I'm just bait true. ants with his talent shows at night. I've been exactly. seeing them, you know, he's exactly, getting a lot, exactly, a lot of yeah. views. It just grows the page 100%. of the matter. 100% because you're at home, you're doing nothing. And that's why, you know, I think that's why it was so important for me to come on with you as well because I love that you're going harder than ever as well in terms of your, your podcast because yeah. this is a time where people need uplifting content. It's not just about girls twerking on um, Instagram Live. It's also about like, you know, what content can we give out there What content can we push to make other people realise that you can do so much more? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And just, you know, make the most of their time as opposed to waste it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then how can, that leads on to say, how can someone manage their time in like quarantine? Rather than, because we, we talked about earlier on your live, which was literally recorded, what, 20 minutes before this? And we were talking yeah, about yeah. how people, like you're just seeing them playing PlayStation, Xbox, you know, just literally just doing nothing in quarantine because they feel like they can't do anything because they're locked down at home, whether they can't go to work or anything like that. How can someone manage their time and organize their time to be effective, productive and get things set up? Yeah. So, you know, as I mentioned, um, coronavirus has affected everyone. It's affected my businesses um, in all different kinds of ways. Um, But the fact remains, no matter whether you're working, whether you've got a business, yes, everyone's been affected. Mm. But we're all in the same position. We're all stuck at home. Um, and the reality is is that we have to make the most of our time. So literally think about the things that you couldn't normally do. I think so many people, like on a general day, day-to-day basis, they make excuses for, you know, what they want to achieve. They say, okay, you know what? I would love to be here or I would love to be doing this or I would love to learn this skill. But oh, I can't do it because of this reason. And they love to make excuses about everything. But this time, lockdown has actually exposed all of those people. Because anyone that says it's because of time, it's because of this reason or that reason, you know, you don't have those excuses anymore. Yeah. So if, for example, you wanted to learn a new skill or you wanted to, you know, uh, learn a new language or you wanted to start a business or, you know, maybe you maybe you can't start a business, but you can literally come up with the entire plan and you can start executing where you can yeah. or if it's an online business get started you know um so literally you just have to utilize this time to do the things that you have always thought about but you've made excuses about and just execute and if you're not one of those people that hasn't even thought about things or have never said that you don't do things because of lack of time start thinking you know where do you want to be in five years where do you want to be in 10 years what does your life look like do you really think that you're ever going to get an opportunity like this where you're stuck at home with no option but to stay at home with nothing but free time? This is a golden opportunity for us. I can guarantee you people who don't do anything would probably, after this, probably regret it thinking, damn, man, I had all that time to do something and I didn't do anything. So it's very important someone gets onto those goals, man. Yeah, just literally, just, just see as this is a golden opportunity. This is not, um a punishment this is actually a blessing you have to realize okay you're stuck at home but you're keeping safe you're keeping everyone else safe you're keeping you're hoping our nhs 
And on top of that, you could do things that maybe you will never have the opportunity to do again. So if you want to be successful or you want to achieve a goal, there's no better time than now. That's what I would say. Yeah, let's see. There's, there's one thing I want to go back to, which we should, uh, let me start that again. There's one thing I want to go back to, which you addressed previously, yeah? Um, so you're, like I said, you're a man of uh, many businesses. Now, how do you, what would you, what would your advice be to someone who's got so many different ideas, um, different businesses, different ventures? And the reason why I ask this is because we were on the phone the other day and I was telling you how I wouldn't mind starting another, because I'm a petrol head, I wouldn't mind starting another car podcast, have different people on the show and talk about that. And your advice was to me to take it slow, work on one thing, build it up. And then if you want to do that, then do that. But concentrate on CEO cost. Now, for someone like me, who's got so many different ideas and their head's buzzing from ideas and want to get started and thinking, yeah, I'm going to start everything at once. What would your advice be to them? I think it depends on the person. Um, I think, for example, like for me, the reason why I gave you that advice was because I've been in your shoes. Mm. Um, I've been in a position where I've been juggling different projects that this is prior to anything that I'm doing now, but I was doing so many different things that none of them were getting anywhere. Mm. They were all like taking one step back, two steps forward and all at the same time. So there was no time for me to focus heavily on just one that I could make successful because I was half-hearted on all of them. So for me, it's like, okay, if you want to juggle things or you've got multiple ideas, like now I've got multiple businesses, but I always take time to focus on a business for at least six to 12 months, just that business. Yeah. So Social Awaken, I think it was about, I think I started in 2017. Um, I didn't jump into Brio's until October of last year. So October, 2019. So, you know, two years, basically, of grinding. Um, I was literally, I was literally just focusing on one business. Mm. Um, and then now I've got Brio's and I've still, I've been managing social income, but it's because I did the work for two years. I could at least step back a little bit and then focus heavily on Brio's. And since October, I was very, very knee deep in Brio's. Now, obviously I've had quarantine, Brio's is closed, social awakening is limited in terms of our service offering. So I started thinking about, okay, what's the business that I used to do back in the days? And I started it. So it's literally that it's okay to have ideas and you should definitely have ideas, but you should have steps because, you know, we don't need to start everything at one point. Make one thing successful or at least a little bit successful. So make it start generating money yeah. um, and then start working on something else. And if your goal is not money, that's fine. But achieve something, make it work a little bit, mm. then start working on something else. So my advice to you was focus heavily on CEO cost where to the point where, okay, it doesn't have to be financial, but okay, maybe you've achieved a goal like you've got a thousand subscribers or You've got X amount of views every episode and you and you know that, okay, um, I'm not going to like uh, stop caring about CEO cast, but I can take a little bit of a step back, still focus on it, still release weekly episodes, but I don't have to give a hundred percent of my attention to it. And then, okay, I can start another podcast mm. or I can start another business. And that was my advice is people go, people start, try to start so many different things at once and none of them become successful. So, it's just from my experience. It doesn't mean that it's right. It's just from my experience. I think it's best to work on one project at a time, um, at least for six to 12 months where you can dedicate all your time to that one project and then start working on other things, you know? Yeah, it's perfect advice, man. That's like, like, like I was saying on the phone call the other day, 
when you told me about it, this is why it's so important for someone, not to say I'm not passionate about CEO costs because I love it, but it's very important that you start with your passion because you're gonna, if you don't, you're going to end up losing your roots, thinking, oh, do I really want to do this? Stuff like that. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, going back to your, 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 your question about the ideas, you know, what if you've got multiple ideas? Like, think about all of those ideas. Let's say you've got 10 ideas. What is your goal? What are you trying to achieve in life? Mm. Forget out of those ideas, but what is your, what, what is happiness for you? You know, what is success for you? So look at those ideas and say, okay, do I want to be doing something that's going to make me the most money? Do I want to be doing something that I'm really passionate about? Do I want to be doing something that's a mixture of both? You know, look at those ideas and filter through. Some of those ideas may never make it. I've got ideas that I've never released and never will probably release just because, you know, ideas are ideas. But if, it, if it's not going to be uh, beneficial for my time, if it's not going to fit with my five to ten year goals, if it's not going to be a priority for me, then it's not, there's no point in me doing it. Would you, you be know? able to give an example? Um, I, say that again? Would you be able to give an example of any of those ideas? Yeah, so I'll give you an example. One of my ideas is, um, you know, I want to open up a shisha lounge. I, I, I think we spoke about this in the previous podcast. That mm. is one that I'm going to execute on, but it's not the right time for it. Especially, obviously, now we quarantine. But even prior to that, you know, it wasn't the right time. I could have easily opened up a shisha lounge the same time I started uh, getting involved in Brio's. But for me, it was like, okay, I need to focus my time on mainly one thing. Social Awakening is still running in the background. And I'm still working very, very heavily on it. But it's it's a self-sufficient business now. Yeah. Um, Brio's now needs my love and attention. How I see it, look, this is this is the best analogy that I could give. A business is like is like it's like the same span as a human being. So you start as a baby, right? As a baby, you can't do things on your own. You need your parents. You need your loved ones around you to do everything for you, to feed you, to change your nappy, to do everything. Then you start walking as a toddler, okay? You still need support. You still need them to hold your hand, still need you to teach them things, but you're walking a little bit. You're doing things yourself. Yeah. Then you become a child and you start like, okay, doing things, but still, you still need supervision. And then you become an adult and then you start being fully sufficient by yourself. You're doing everything by yourself. Fully then independent. You, uh, you know, yeah, you become independent. So that's how I see business, you know? When it's, when it's a brand new business, it's your baby. You need to give it your love and affection, your love and attention. Literally, all your time needs to be on that business. So there's no point starting more than one at a time just because, you know, okay, it's like having twins. How difficult is it? Parents can do it. It's still doable. Some people are successful at it, but it's very difficult. You're, you're, you're making it harder for yourself. Um, so that's, that's the analogy that I think makes sense for, for most people. This is a different topic. So for everyone following you and everyone involved in this, and you know who I'm talking about if you're listening to this, you have created a mastermind group, a lockdown group in that sense. So why have you created that and what's that all about? Yeah, so, um, you know, obviously I started Urban Outfits during the quarantine period. But I also, once I, done, once I did that, obviously I was busy working with that. Mm. But um, I also thought, because for a long time, um, I've wanted to work on my personal brand. And obviously I started a podcast last year and I stopped doing episodes just because of lack of time. Um, so obviously... Part of that was, yeah, I wanted to start working on the podcast again, but I wanted to just start giving back. And obviously, the past year, I haven't really spent much time on giving people value or giving back knowledge that I've learned over the past year. And I've learned a lot, you know, in the past 12 months, which, you know, probably has been my defining year, um, 2019, 2020. So um, I definitely wanted to utilize this time to just give back 
because I know obviously a lot of people um, are down, they're demotivated, they're not being productive. So um, I just came up with an idea that um, I wanted to start like a group, a community where um, literally, you know, I'll have people in that group where we're like-minded individuals, um, entrepreneurs, or just people that are young, they want to know, they want to learn things, um, or maybe people that want to make the transition between working to being self-employed. Um, so yeah, I wanted to have this opportunity where I've kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm involved with as many people as possible, um, where we just have some sort of communication, Instagram, WhatsApp, whatever it is, but it's a group. Um, so everyone gets involved. And in that group, um, I give my advice. I give my daily motivation to people um, where, because, you know, for me, um, I, I can be motivational. I think for me, myself, like I know how to uplift people. Uh, I know because I've been through so much from such a young age in terms of business, in terms of else, else like in all aspects, um, I've experienced a lot. So, um, yeah, I just kind of know what people need to hear um, in order to make them take action. So, yeah, that's what it was all about. It was a group to take action, to help people, to give people value, for me to share my ideas, but also for people to have a community. And it wasn't just about me. That was the thing. It was about, um, you know, sometimes people feel very alone, especially in a time like this in terms of quarantine. People feel isolated. They're by themselves. Um, so they need a support system. They need an opportunity to network with people. And right now you can't physically network with people. So what was the best way? So it literally started as, a, as an idea just for people to connect um, during lockdown. But based on the feedback, I think everyone wants to continue it outside of lockdown as well. Um, so it's been quite successful, but it was literally just about giving back and giving people value. Yes, yeah, so as I was going to say is, how has that made you feel knowing that you've got people that are coming together, sharing their goals, sharing the mentality, spreading that positive vibe, you know, like, how does that make you feel considering you're the one hosting all of it? Yeah, I think it's, you know what, it's, it's literally so fulfilling. And, you know, for this time, me being at home, it's really kind of made me realise, like, who I am as a person and what I want to achieve in life. And I remember when I was very, very young, um, I'm talking like 10, 11 years old, when I knew, at that age, I knew I wanted to go into business, but I also kind of had a goal that I wanted to help people. I wanted to motivate people. I wanted to maybe even go into motivational speaking. Just, I don't know why, like, at that age, who am I? Like, I don't have nothing to share, but yes. for some reason that came in my mind and I just knew that I wanted to do that. And I remember even in secondary school, um, or maybe primary school or secondary school, I can't remember. I think it was primary school. I did um, uh, a public speaking um, like course. It might yeah. have been secondary school. I think secondary school. But anyway, regardless, um, I did a public speaking uh, class, and I really learned from that. And I was always good at communicating um, to people. And even you know, growing up, people used to come to me for advice, you know, whether it was about business or otherwise. I just became a person that people used to come to, which for me was an honor. Um, and it's something that I really enjoyed. Mm. Um, but yeah, so being at home during lockdown, I kind of took a deep breath and I realized, okay, beyond grinding all day, beyond running my businesses, what do I really want to achieve out of life? And for me, it is about giving back and being young and being in the position I am. Obviously, I'm, I'm humbled to do that and be a part of, you know, so many big things while I'm young. But I also know that I have a responsibility to show people what does it really take and also give back, you know, teach people what I am learning on a day-to-day -day basis. So, because, you know, when I was younger, I didn't have that. Like, I didn't, I didn't, like, I would literally go on YouTube and watch videos of the most successful people in the world, but I didn't yeah. have access to any of these people. 
So that was my thing is, okay, I may not be um, Bill Gates or, you know, Jeff Bezos. I might not be a billionaire, but for me, anything that I'm learning, I think is valuable. So yeah. if anyone does want to learn from me and not just learn from me, but be a part of something where they can bounce off, you know, other people and get ideas and network, you know, that is, is something I would, you know, it's, it's, it's great to be a part of. So, you know, it's great. Like I, I really, really enjoy it. And I think it's definitely something I'm going to pursue moving forward as long as everyone, you know, gets value from it. So anyone that wants to join, um, I'm going to reopen um, access so to the group. Facebook now, um, and then it should be open by now, by the time the episode's out. I think I'll be, I'll be opening access to the group again. Um, so if you want to find out about it, just go over to my Instagram and you should be able to find out the information. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bro, like to be honest with you, it's, it's always been within my core that I want to like help people and I want people to benefit. And you know what? Even... Um, it took me lockdown is what made me realize that that was based on individuals but I do that on a day to day basis anyway in terms of social awakening I'm always helping businesses like grow mm. and achieve their goals and it's, social awakening is not about me it's about me and my team helping other businesses grow you know what I mean obviously the growth of them benefits us as well but it's about them they're number one they, they're the client you know so um that's how I started Social Awakening as well. Like it was about helping. It wasn't about money. Do you get yeah. what I mean? So I help businesses on a day-to-day basis and I have been doing that for the past few years and, I, and I'm going to continue doing that. But um, I also want to just help individuals, future entrepreneurs and just be a part of a legacy really. I remember um, when we went sixth form together, you were always a person that you could come to for like whether it's problems or, you know, advice girls all of that stuff you know you know what i mean <laughs> like you're, you're that person you could just talk to that's very open and makes you feel like that experience is okay to go through whatever it is but maybe it means something down or something someone you want to share a happy time with do you know what i mean you're always that person so yeah. i think it's really great that you're starting that and using your skills to help other people which is sick man thank you bro thank you thank you for joining the group bro for being a part of it for adding your value Come as well bro. Got to come on, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just as a quick one, I want to touch on from what we said earlier. Um, mm. I want to ask you, what can companies do in this time to market themselves? It depends on the business. I think um, it, it's a time where they, like I said earlier, they have to be marketing. They have to be staying in the consumer's mind. It depends. For example, if they're an online brand, they can still market as a normal. They can still market their products and services. But as a whole, a generic kind of point of view, I think you should be looking at what you can do to engage people. People are at home, so it doesn't necessarily have to be about your brand. Not everyone has money at the moment. People are struggling at the moment. Business owners, um, normal workers, you know, people are struggling. They don't, they don't know when they're going to get their next wages. Or yeah. There's a lot of difficulty right now, right? So you can't just be um, selfish and just focus on promoting your products and services. So do something that's valuable for your, for your audience. So, for example, um, with Social Awaken, you know, I'm trying to do as much as I can to help businesses for free. You know, what can I do to give them advice? Maybe it's just talk to them, maybe have a call with them or, you know, just do whatever I can. They don't have to pay me for it. It's just so that I can help, yeah. you know, because this is a time of coming together. Do you know what I mean? It's not just about money. Um, likewise, for example, if you've got a uh, restaurant, you know, and you're closed and you're not open for deliveries and takeaways, what can you do? You can start talking to your audience, see what they want to see when you reopen. You can start talking about what's their favorite things about your business. You know, start really engaging with people. Some, you know, some businesses, they don't um, like to put themselves out there, but just really engage and just give value. Yeah. Um, and what I would say is number one, 
if you can, if you're comfortable, um, start putting yourself out there as a personal brand, as, a, as an individual. Um, if you've got a business page, if you've got um, a physical business or online business, start communicating with your audience. So once you start learning what your audience wants to see and what they want, um, it becomes easy to create content or how to, would you say that, um, to, to engage. How would you say it benefits someone to see the personal side? So for example, I'm trying to work on the personal side of Raheem rather than see your cost so people can see I'm the host. This is, as cliche as it sounds, my life. Do you know what I mean? Like, how does that benefit mm-hmm. someone to show the personal side to the audience? Yeah, so I, to be honest, I think the personal, a personal brand is the best thing you can do um, for many reasons. I'll give you an example from my own experience. Um, I, I never used to put myself out there. Um, yeah. In Social Awaken very early on, um, I didn't put myself out there. I, I didn't, like, even though I was like the person you said that you could come to, um, or, you know, I wanted to help, or I would personally get, in, get involved with helping businesses or people, I just didn't put myself out there online. Mm. Um, not that not that I wasn't comfortable doing so, but I just didn't see the benefit of it. I was so focused on being inside the business. Yeah. Um, but it's now that I've realized from the past like 12 months that you have to put yourself out there. And um, the reason why that is, is because people will buy into you more. It will excel your business at a faster rate. It will benefit your business. And you can do what you can to give back. Because I don't think like, People come to me for advice, right? And yes, I've got a lot of experience in business and, and life in general, even though I'm 24, but I've got a lot to share, right? But I think even the average Joe has a lot to share. Everyone has life experiences. Everyone mm. has something to share. Everyone can give valuable um, information, right? So let's say they've got a business. Let's say they're a startup. They can document their journey of being a startup. So people feel like they're a part of their journey. And what that does is it helps you build um, you know, a credible brand, people buy into you as well, um, and people grow with you. Like, uh, another example is early on from Social Awakening, when I started working with clients, a lot of the time I used to hear this all the time Hamza, we're not buying into Social Awakening, we're buying into you. We're buying into well, you your as clients a person. Used to say that. We feel like you can um, help our business grow. You're yeah. part of our team. And this was before I had a team, so it was okay for people to buy into me. As I started to build a team in Social Awaken, I didn't want people to just buy into me. I wanted people to buy into my brand because it wasn't no longer just me and also I wasn't the only one doing the work. But regardless, I'm still the CEO. I'm still managing everything. So it's okay if they feel like, okay, they want a part of me. Mm. That's why they want to work with Social Awaken. But it, that's an example, right? Because people buy into people. People don't necessarily buy into brands. Yeah. Yes, unless you're like the Apple or... But even then, for example, Steve Jobs was a big testament to why Apple is where it is today. As a personal brand, he made it clear like he was a visionary behind the brand. Alright, right. so unfortunately, my camera died. This podcast has been going sideways. Hamza's phone's died. My microphone, audio devices died. <laughs> Laptop almost died. Camera just died. Somehow the light's doing. That's going to die. I just know it. But we continue. So, sorry, man. What we're you still saying? going, though. We're still going. We're, still we're not going. giving up. Got a crack we're on. not giving up, though. On. Yeah, so what, what I was saying was, yeah, like, for example, with you, right? Um, you've got Raheem and then you've got CEO cast. Some people, they're going to watch it. Uh, what CEO cast for you? They're going to watch it for because they're like you. You're a likable person. They want to learn from you. They want to see your journey growing and learning from entrepreneurs. Mm. Some people watch it for the guests. And so they're buying more into the brand. But, you know, having both, is beneficial so for example i have my own instagram page 
people that want to learn from me, they can come to me. People that sometimes I get the inquiries for social awakening through my personal page, yes. just because someone's come across my profile, they've seen okay, he does marketing, and he looks good at it. So let's find out more, and then you know we have a call, and sometimes I find clients that way. So um, your personal brand can definitely help grow your business, but it can also help you in a sense where if you want to give back or Let's say, for example, you don't necessarily see CEO class as a business right now, mm. but you know what you want to achieve and you know, okay, this is something that you're very, very focused on. So you could create a, a page about Raheem. Now, people that want to only focus on CEO class, they'll go to the CEO class page, but some people want to know more about you. Yeah. Uh, because being, as I understand, because I've got my own podcast, being a podcast host, a lot of the time you don't really talk about yourself. You do like jump into the conversation, but you don't really talk about you. Yeah. So maybe people want to know who Raheem is. Maybe they want to know why you why you had a C63 or, you know, what your story is. Do you get what I mean? So mm. for that, they're going to go to your personal page and your personal content. So I personally think you can do both in one. Like you could literally brand Raheem in CEO cast. Um, some people do that. Like some businesses, like Fabio from, from the bank, for example. He's got his Only page recently well. he, made his, he made his own personal page. But yeah. for a long time, he was branding Fabio as the bank and people would, were following the bank through uh, following Fabio through the bank page, but only now he separated it. Um, so it's definitely beneficial. And anyone that doesn't believe in it, I'll give you the best example that I speak to my clients all day. That clients that they don't understand personal branding, they don't understand the benefit of putting themselves out there. I always give them this example, and that is um, Nusrat Salt Bay. That is a prime example. It's an extreme example. Yes, he went viral and he blew like on the next level. But the, the, the point is, is that he excelled at business because of his personal brand. It was nothing to do with his uh, restaurant. Some people go to his restaurants and they don't like it. They, they spend a lot of money. They don't, sometimes people don't like the food. Hmm. But they went there because of him, because yeah. of his personal brand, because of the entertainment. So, um, just got to say that. that I just got to put this in there. The food is 10-10. That's just my opinion. <laughs> well, yeah. The thing is, food is food is always subjective, bro. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. people who have different opinions. But regardless, regardless, the fact is is that that became a novelty. People went there because of him. Mm. They didn't go there because of his restaurant or his steaks necessarily. Some people do. Obviously, once they've been, they'll go there again for that reason. But they went there initially because it's salt based restaurant. Do you get? Do you get what I mean? So that is the power of a personal. And there's there's examples I can go on all day with examples. But even if you think that you're a nobody, which a lot of the time you may think you're nobody, but you are somebody. Put yourself out there. Try it. You know, even if you have ten people following you, twenty people following you, one person. It doesn't matter. I always say to myself, I don't care how many people are in that mastermind group, for example, or um, how many people are DMing me or watching my lives or whatever. It doesn't matter. Even if I can impact one person that is still in line with my goals and that is still me doing a service to other people. Mm. That is still me helping. Do you get what I mean? And one person will build to two people, it will build to three people, it will build to four people and naturally you'll grow and your brand will get out there as a personal brand or even your business. So literally I can talk all day about it but it's, 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 it's the thing that changed my business and I definitely, definitely recommend it. So I'm going to ask you advice on the podcast right here, right now. What can, what can I do what can Raheem do to grow my personal brand, grow my name out there? So there's you one thing growing CEO live, cost. You want me to give you live mentoring, yeah? Yeah, go on, live mentoring right now on CEO <laughs> cost. All right, so you're, what are you asking me? What can you do with CEO cost? 
no, no, no. So let's leave CEO cost. Okay, we'll talk about both actually. So we've got one page of CEO cost. That's where everyone's coming mm-hmm. to for the content, for the podcasts, for, for whatever it may be. And then we've got my personal page, which I've only decided recently to essentially go public and, and try and build up on that brand. So what's my advice of, firstly, mm-hmm. how do I separate and make people distinguish the two between my personal one and CEO cost? And secondly, what can I do to grow my own page, my personal page? Quick, I'm going to put that here right now so you can follow it. <laughs> yeah, go follow him. So, firstly, I'd ask you, okay, that's fine. You, you wanna, you're you thinking about two separate pages. You're thinking about reading. You're thinking about CEO cost. But I would ask you, what is what are your goals? What are your short-term goals? What are your long-term goals? What do you want to achieve? What does Raheem want? Forget CEO cost. What does Raheem want? You just dived into a deep question there still. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that, that, that's, that's how you figure these things out. You know, you have to understand what you want out of life. So I'll ask you again, short-term versus long-term. All right, short-term, uh, are we talking about Raheem or are we talking about CEO cost? Raheem, we're talking about Raheem. We're not talking about CEO cost. CEO right. cost is a part of Raheem, but what's, what does Raheem want? All right, let's just say I'm 23 now, yeah? By the time I'm 25, because I'm still short-term, I at least want to mm-hmm. have another business set up. And also okay. have um, uh, my own property, not to live in, to rent out. Okay. Follow along okay. the lines of like my dad, for example. Um, mm-hmm. That's one thing. Second thing is to to grow myself to a place where I can be fortunate enough to help anyone in any way, whether it's through business or just general advice or whatever it is, just helping someone whenever they need a helping hand. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got to be nothing to nothing related to business or anything like that. Just anything there. Um, mm-hmm. Thirdly, definitely take CEO costs as I want to make it full time. So whatever route that may be, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just pretty much what I can think of at the top of my head at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. And then obviously have more than one one stream of income as well. So the property will be one. Hopefully, CEO costs will be another. Um, although that's not like the main goal for CEO cost and another mm-hmm. whatever it is maybe another business whatever it may be so that's like I'd say mm-hmm. the short term goals okay perfect so uh, at least you understand your short term goals right long term okay maybe you don't know it at the moment but you start with your short term goals so mm. firstly the property stuff um, I personally don't think you'll need any assistance with that because your dad is a master at that yeah. right for those of you that don't know his dad is really, really good at properties and he's been doing it for many, many years. So that property source of income, you won't need much help with. And maybe the capital, obviously, you're going to build it over time and I'm sure you'll yeah, get yeah. assistance where you need it. But you'll build that, right? That's not really the issue. Um, that's fine, right? So you can leave that on the side because that's going to happen one way or another, right? Mm. In terms of helping people, CEO cost is helping people, right? So you are helping people by giving out content, by sitting down with different guests, by giving your advice as well, but also getting advice from other people. So you're naturally being the host and you are you are providing the platform where you're helping people, right? Yeah. So that is already achieving that goal and you've already achieved that goal. That's why I asked you your short-term goals because sometimes people, they have goals and they don't even know when they hit it. So that's why you have to be very specific with your goals. With, okay, you want to help people. How many people do you want to help? When do you want to help people? What kinds of people do you want to help? How do you want to help them? You have to ask yourself all these sub-questions because if you told me that goal right now, I could say, Raheem, you've already done it, bro. 
Mm. You've already achieved that goal. You've already started CEO cards. You've, you've released X amount of episodes. This many people have viewed your episodes and you've helped this many people already by, by being a byproduct of your own platform, right? So be specific, bro. So when I say to you, what's your goals? Say to me, okay, forget the properties thing. That's on the side, right? You said you want to help people. How, why do you want to help people? How do you want to help them? Are you asking me that? Let's yeah. start with why. Why? Yeah. Why do? You, why do you want to help people? And who do you want to help? Do you want to help businesses? Do you want to help people? Do you want to help young entrepreneurs? Do you want to help old people? Do you want to help uh, Asian people? What? Like who? Who and why? I'll I'll put it like this, bro. Yeah. Like I'm I'm a person who's quite selfless, in a sense where you could come to me for any any advice, any anything. Whether like I said, whether it's business or whether you got a problem with your girlfriend or anything. Do you know what I mean? I want to be able to help anyone and it's also part of my religion to help other people as well as much as I can so that that being the thing what I do right now which is giving to charity or just 100%. help huh? 100% 100% yeah, I yeah. agree with that um, friends, family helping them and I think the other reason is when you when you help people because I've done it in the past as well like you know just like minor things just whatever, whatever it gives you that that feeling that regardless of, let's just say regardless let's put the money to it yeah regardless of how much money you're going to earn there's no feeling that compares to the fact that you're helping someone else. Do you know what I mean? Like that just, mm-hmm. you can feel that from within. Do you get me? Like when you help other people, I think that's what's, that's what's the most important to me. That's like I said, one of the reasons why I started CEO cast. And I think a lot of people do know that, that I'm that type of person that you, they, they can come to you. Same way people can come to you and talk about anything. They know that if, if there's a problem or they need something done, wherever it's like, one of our boys going to pick up his car from a, from a client from self-drive or something he knows that yeah cool let me call Raheem I got him do you know what I mean helping anyone mm-hmm. in any shape or form I don't think that answered your question at all <laughs> no no I answered my question and look you know the reality is like we're going into a mentoring session but this is valuable for your audience as well right because they have to start understanding these things and asking themselves these questions okay I've got this goal what but then you have to start we have to break it down why who how so you've break you've broken it down right why why you want to do it and that is because you feel like, okay, that's the kind of person you are and you're similar to me. And bro, I can tell you now, um, we're, we're very similar, right? Mm. Because we're the, if you think about it, we're the only two people that have started podcasts in our area or people that we know, right? So we've already taken action as opposed to other people that haven't, right? Not to say that we're better than them, but we've actually taken action, right? So you've already achieved, that's what I'm trying to explain to you, that you've already achieved that status of helping but now you have to understand why and you've understood why and that is because you feel like it's a good feeling and that brings you joy, right? That brings you happiness. Mm. So that is a reason in itself for you to start your personal page because we're in the day and age where everyone pretty much has access to everyone, right? On socials. Now, whether people choose to reply or check the DMs or not, that's, that's different. But people can reach out to you anytime. They can follow you on, on Instagram. So if they want to do that, that's, that's a prime reason for them to follow you, right? It could be any advice that you want to share, whether that's their personal problems that you said, or whether it's anything, whether it's to do with Islam, whether it's to do business, anything that you feel that you can be of value of, they can reach out to you there. And that is an amazing reason why, um, you know, people to follow you on Instagram. And, you know, to be completely honest with you, bro, I never go on Instagram publicly um, for likes or for comments or- Yeah, no, to, for me, it's not to, about that either. Do you get what I mean? Like for me, it's not about that. And, and 
I'm not the kind like if I if I didn't have businesses, I would not be on social, bro. I'm the kind of person I would help people in the background and I would help people work that I come across, but I probably wouldn't be on social because that's not yeah. me really. Like, but I do it because of my businesses because I want to help people and I've realized okay, that's a great platform for me to do that on. Mm. Um, so same way for you, bro. So if they want that advice, they should go to uh, Raheem. But if they want general content and they want um, other people, other people's advice and guests coming on, then they'll go to the CEO cast page, right? So that is your prime example. That's your prime reason for you to start your personal brand. Now, going back to what you said about how do you separate them, you separate them. People know, okay, if they if they want to reach Raheem, they'll go to Raheem, uh, Raheem's personal page. And if they want to um, uh, go to CEO cast, they'll go to the CEO cast page. It's already separated, bro. You don't have to do anything. We create problems that don't even exist. You're asking yourself, okay, how do I separate it? But bro, it's already separated. People are clever enough for them to say, okay, if I want access to Raheem, I'll go to Raheem's personal page. So I hope that answers it for you. But in terms of um, what you're going to do with that now, next step is, okay, you, you've decided, okay, you want to get to the point where CEO cast is a business, right? Mm. And it's not just a hobby. You're not just helping people, but essentially you need to be making money out of it and that's not a bad thing like like i know you i know you said um uh, that's not the main reason for ceo costs and that's fine bro that's definitely not the main reason but do you think all these platforms that are out there they they're going to survive not making any money out of it because how long can you do that for right yeah, it has course, to generate yeah. some sort of income for you to make for it to make sense for even for it to cover uh, your lighting or your camera equipment Just or like something equipment right you like have that. to make mm-hmm. something do you get Maybe what I mean? And a lot of people don't know. On, like, the top A-listers or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you might need to pay for those guests and stuff what, mm. whatnot. So it's like, you have to like stop saying to yourself that, okay, um, CEO cast can't make me money. That doesn't mean, that's not a bad thing, bro. That's a good thing. Mm. If it can make you money, but it's also helping people, then that's it, bro. Like that's, that's, that's a success. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't know how to monetize a podcast. So, there's different ways. Your podcast, you could say, okay, I'm getting this many views and this many listens to my podcast. So you could go out to businesses that want to sell to young people or want to sell to young entrepreneurs and say to them, sponsor the podcast. I will, I will talk about your brand. Obviously, you support a brand that you actually believe in. Yeah. So it's not, so it's authentic, right? But then you can then promote them. Um, and people that are listening to your podcast, you're not doing them a disservice because you're actually promoting the service or brand that you believe in. Yeah. And you're just sharing that, right? And that brand is going to then pay you for for you promoting them, right? Anyway, same way they would pay for billboards or they will pay for TV ads or mm. radio ads. They're going to pay for that attention, right? So likewise, that's that's one way for you to monetize. Secondly, obviously, once you hit the 1,000 subscribers, you can apply for um, YouTube AdSense and then you can start making some ads from YouTube. And there's loads of different ways that you can start making money from it. So, but you have to, But you have to be proactive about that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And you have to start thinking about, okay, how am I going to start making money from it? Another thing that you could do, a lot of podcasts do this, is they do sponsorships, but they also do um, uh, donations, right? And a lot of people, they find that a bit weird, like being a podcast host. Like, why am I going to ask for donations? That's exactly, I'm not what, I I'm not, exactly you know what you're talking about, yeah, but I, I still feel yeah. weird, weird about that as well. Like, I wouldn't ask for money. Do you know what I mean? Okay, but, okay, but think about it this way. Think about it this way, yeah? You're spending your time and your effort creating this content, right? Mm. Forget about any investment that you put in to make these con- the content so high quality and to make it what it is, because people don't know how much effort goes into making a podcast. You know, you and me both know that it's not easy, right? 
you're doing it yourself as well. Like pretty much, you've got your team behind you that's helping you where where you can and stuff like that. And that costs as well. Do you get what I'm saying? So you have to ask yourself, okay, if I want BT Sport on my TV, is it free? Mm. It's not free, is it? No, no, no. I have to pay for that, right? Mm. So same way, you're giving valuable content out there. You're giving valuable attention. You're not charging people for for banter or for the fuck of it or just to make money. You're you're charging people so that you can continue doing this, yeah. right? And you're you're charging people because you want to continuously give them good content, good guests, you know, good things that they can benefit from. So it, you know, like I said, there's podcasts out there that do it. They don't do it like forcefully. They do it as like a membership. So like if you want to get the podcast base. early. If you want to get the podcast like two days early or you want like um, if we ever do an event, you can come to the event for free or you can get a um, discount or you can get gums or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like you, you could you could do anything. It could be like a subscription model, right? Mm. And that will generate you money that will allow you to build that source of income that you want. And also it will help give you that extra passion for CEO cast and it will allow you to further grow it, get more guests on, get better guests on. Um, and just keep evolving, right? Because if you just keep it as only a hobby, it will stay as just that, as yeah. a hobby, and it won't ever excel to the next level. Um, so that's what I would recommend. Nice Live advice. mentoring session. Listen, I hope I'm you guys definitely, are all enjoying it. I'm definitely, <laughs> definitely calling you after this. It's fine, bro. That's fine. I'm always here, man. No problem. But um, but hopefully, you know, that wasn't just for you. That was for your audience as well. For them yeah, to course. see, okay, how do you dissect what I want out of life and people always think that they can't make money from the things that they want or the, the, the things that they enjoy doing or their hobbies. Mm. But you can, bro. And, 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 and success is not £1 million or £10 million. Yeah. Some people are comfortable making 50, 60 grand a year. Yeah. So if you can make 50, 60 grand a year from CEO cost, doesn't that beat doing a 100 grand job, 100K a year job that you hate? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That 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 extra forty k that you could be making from that job you hate is just for things that are luxuries or materialistic things. But imagine doing taken a job tax, that bro. you love. <laughs> yeah, imagine doing a job that you love every single day. You're, it doesn't feel like work. You enjoy it. You've got passion about it. You're making uh, you're making very good money compared to a lot of people, fifty six k a year. Yeah. And um and you have the opportunity to grow it, but you're happy, bro. You're happy. That's the main thing. Mm. So that's what I think people should realize in this lockdown time as well, is that what makes you happy? Leave this lockdown time knowing what you want out of life. You have a t- you have the chance to sit down and breathe and think and creatively understand who you are as a person, what you want out of life, where you want to get to. And that is valuable time. You have to make the most of it. So start writing this stuff down. Start telling yourself what you want out of life and start asking yourself these questions. Maybe you've got a goal, but break it down. How are you... You know, how are you going to achieve that goal? And why do you want that goal? You know, where does that come from? All these kind of questions. And that's how you set a goal. A goal should be specific. It should be based on when you want to achieve it, exactly how, like, how do you measure that goal? How do you achieve, how do you measure whether you achieved it or not? Um, and we spoke about that in the mastermind group as well. Yeah. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember. Yeah. Yeah. So we spoke about that in the mastermind group where people were setting goals, um, group members were setting goals, but they weren't um, giving exact time frames. Or, so, for example, um, I can't remember. Someone told me this story, right? I think it was one of my business partners in Brio's, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, he was saying to me that um, when when someone sets a goal, um, they, for example, they'll set a goal and they'll say, I want to lose weight, right? And 
they want to lose weight. That's it. That's their statement. That's their goal. I want to lose weight. So God will say to you, like, okay, you want to lose weight. Like, you know, because there's a lot of people out there, like, whether you believe in God or not, like, people will say, oh, why me? Why Why did I go through this, right? In the same way, in success and achieving goals, you have to put yourself in the positions where you set yourself up for success. So he was saying, basically, that if... Um, if you say loosely, I want to lose weight, right? God will come to you and he'll say, okay, okay, what does that mean? Like, you're not ready. You don't know what you really want. You just want to lose weight. That's that's such a loose statement. I'm going to come back to you when you know what you want, right? And then next, the next step will be, okay, and he'll say, I want to lose one kg, right? And God will come to him and say, okay, all right, you want to lose one kg, that's better. You gave me an idea of how much you want to lose, but you didn't say when. You didn't say, would you want it next year? Do you want it in 10 years' time? I'll come back to you when you're ready and when you're defined, when you understand your goals, right? So then the next step will be, okay, I want to lose one kg in the next two weeks because I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight because um, I want to get fit for this purpose. And I'm going to do that by eating clean, by going to the gym three times a week. Um, when I go to the gym three times a week, I'm going to do this exercise. I'm going to do this many reps for this exercise. That's how deep you have to go with goals. You have to not only have the goal, you have to allow yourself to measure that goal, time frame, um, not just time frame, but based on like, like for example, in this case, it's one kg. Um, and also then create a solution for yourself, right? There's no point in setting goals and not knowing how you're going to hit that goal. And, what, and you, maybe you don't know how to achieve that goal, but then you speak to other people, you network, you speak to people that are already in the position that you want to be in, and you ask them, how did you achieve this goal? How can I achieve this goal, right? And then you create the solution for yourself, and that's how you achieve things. It's not that, you know, the 1% of top uh, wealth, uh, people that are the most rich and successful in the world, they're not, they're not there by accident, bro. They've got there because they have set themselves goals, specific goals, but they understand the process yeah and most people will never understand the process they will never understand the sacrifice that has been made and they'll never do the things that are necessary to get to where they want to be despite that they want to be there so these things bro they are valuable they're essential um I, I urge all of you to 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 listen to this and just take this on board and try it you know you've got nothing but time on your hands sit down and ask yourself what do you want to achieve and set specific goals like i just mentioned with also a solution. And once this is all over, or even during this time, make the most of it and see if you can achieve it. And if you don't, don't let failure stop you. Get back up and keep trying and keep going. But utilize this time. That's all I can say, man. Have you ever set a goal and you haven't hit? Ooh. Yeah, man, all the time. Like, you know, the I can't, I mean, I can't think of one right now, but hundred percent bro there's there's goals that we set on a day-to-day basis or on a yearly basis or on a monthly basis and it doesn't mean that we okay i'll give you an example i thought of one right when i when i was very early on in social awaken uh, i set a goal to hit a certain amount of revenue right and i knew how much i wanted to hit but i fell in that trap i didn't i didn't say um how i was going to do it Mm. but i had a few ideas but i didn't necessarily have a clear plan of how i was going to achieve that goal and i didn't say um when I was going to achieve that goal by. So I just said, for example, I want to make 100K, but I didn't say, okay, do I want to make that in a month? Do I, want to, do I want to make that in a year? And if so, how am I going to do that, right? Not just fairy ideas, but a very, very clear strategy. 
And so you go back and you, you don't achieve that goal, right? So then you then you go back and you understand, okay, this is why I didn't hit that goal. Now I need to understand, okay, if I want to hit that goal, what do I need to do? And there's goals that we may not that we may not achieve right now. Not everything like happens overnight. Things don't happen that quickly. Sometimes you set a goal and you're not ready for it, or maybe it's too big of a goal and you haven't done the necessary steps before that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's a goal that you can never achieve. You just have to ask yourself, are you ready to achieve that goal? If you are, why haven't you hit it yet? Mm. And keep working, keep working, but don't give up. You just keep going until you achieve that goal. And then that's that's how you hit goals. That's how you achieve it. But you also have to, another very, very important um, fact is you have to keep track of these goals. Because sometimes, like, for example, you earlier, like we were saying, you've achieved that goal of helping people. You have to keep an eye on these things because when you've achieved a goal, you have to remind yourself, okay, I've actually achieved this goal. Because when you've achieved it, it gives you more confidence. It gives you the ability to feel like, okay, I've done this. Now I can do the next thing. Now I can do the next thing. If, you're, if you've got a list of things that you're not keeping an eye on, you just feel like you're a failure. You feel like, okay, I'm not achieving anything. I might as well just give up. I'm nobody. I'm not going to achieve anything. But in reality, you're achieving so much, you're just not keeping an eye on it. Or you're not like giving yourself enough credit. So definitely reward yourself. Definitely um, give yourself that confidence that you deserve. Um, and then keep going, keep going and never give up and make your goals bigger, make your goals bigger. Because once you've, once you've achieved everything, then what more do you have to achieve? You should have more goals and, and, and want to achieve more things. That's what I would do. You know, I just realized in what you just said there, I had I had one goal that I, I reached or set out, I reached and I tracked it, but I didn't track it on purpose. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'll put a picture of a tweet that I'm talking about right here, right now. But essentially what it was, was I remember okay. back in, I can't remember what month it was. I put a picture up of a C63 that I was looking at on AutoTrader. Yeah? Yeah. A blue one. And I was like, yeah, cool. Couple months, something like that. And it will be mine with my plate on it. And then a couple of months later, I put the, like, I, I didn't do it on purpose to reference back to that picture, but I put it up and then I clocked. That's mad. My car with my plate on it, what I was asking for. You literally saw that. Yeah. And then I was like, damn, you got to record your goals. Because then now, now I'm thinking 100%. I've done that. Not, not, not to say like, I don't know how to make this sound. Let me just say it as it is. I've done that. Let me move on to the next one. Do you know what I mean? I get what you mean. I get I what you mean. I appreciate like, it. You know, for I me, appreciate what i done, but let me move on. 100%. Like, you have to, but also, you have to reward yourself. So, another thing that one of my business partners in Brio said was, he, he always tells me that, we know, bro, when you achieve a goal, reward yourself. Yeah. Do something nice for yourself. Take £50 out of the business account. Do something more. Go for a nice restaurant. Go to a nice dinner. Because you have to literally remind yourself that, okay, I've achieved this. I'm not, it doesn't mean I'm going to give up, but I've achieved this and I'm rewarding myself for mm. it. So reward yourself, bro. When you achieve things, reward yourself. And that gives you confidence. That gives you a reminder. Okay, I'm not a failure. I'm a success. I'm, 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 I'm someone that can achieve these goals and I'm going to keep pushing. And I'll give you um, something else. We'll discuss this maybe in another podcast, maybe in another Instagram live or something, because I don't think we'll have time to touch up on it too much. But mm. um, I'm a firm believer of law of attraction. Now, people have different uh, perspectives on it. But I definitely believe in law of attraction. And that is, you know, manifesting it, you know. Um, I also think that links with our religion, to be honest with you. Um, again, if you don't believe in God, you know, law of attraction is not just for, for religious believers. But I, I believe that if you if you do put it on your vision board or you do set yourself this goal of, okay, I want the C63 with this plate, you're putting that, you're putting that out there, bro. You're saying to yourself, I want this and I'm going to get it. Yeah. Now, the next part is how are you going to get there, right? You may have got there without knowing exactly the steps. 
and you got there, mashallah, you got there. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of people will never get there because they don't know how, they don't know why they even want that goal. Are they doing it for other people? Are they doing it for themselves? But the first step is putting it out there and setting that goal for yourself and reminding yourself, looking at it. I have a vision board of all the things that I want. And most of the time I hate it because I'm constantly seeing that picture or that thing that I want. Mm. And it's constantly reminding myself, okay, I want this and I'm going to get it. And when I, once I get it, I know, okay, I've achieved it. And that's a, that's a, that's a, a reward for myself. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop, but that means I've achieved that goal and I'm going to keep going. Yeah, sick, man. Sick. So before we wrap up, me and you, were, we were on Instagram live earlier on. That feels like two days ago now. <laughs> I think it's one of the longest <laughs> podcasts I've done, but it's been sick. Um, but yeah, we were on live and we told people to ask some questions. So let's just jump into that as like a quick fire Q&A sort of thing. But obviously detailed as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, because I didn't write down the names. So I forgot, but I'm hoping if you're watching this, then you know it's you. Um, first question, what advice can you give to new entrepreneurs? So that doesn't necessarily mean young, but new entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So new entrepreneurs, um, the advice I would give you, I would say, you know, make sure you listen to all of this episode and take in everything that we've said, because, you know, these are the, the foundational points of you to learn from and go back to the other episodes as well. You've got a platform like this where you can learn from people that have done it before they've been successful. They've achieved some of their goals and you can learn from them. Right. Mm. We are so fortunate enough that we can learn. We have this platform. People 20, 30 years ago, they didn't have these platforms. They had to, like your dad, for example, he had to figure it out for himself. Yeah. He didn't have these opportunities where he could go online and go on YouTube and listen to someone's life story or their advice. They couldn't do that. So make the most of these platforms. That's one thing that I would definitely recommend to new entrepreneurs. Um, number two is understand what you want to achieve. You know, what is the industry that you want to, want to gain to? Understand, okay, is it a part of your passion that you're getting involved in this or is it because of the money? And either way, you have to be the expert in your field. So research what you want to do. If you know about it already, it doesn't matter. Keep learning, keep mm. learning. And then start executing, take action. People confuse, confuse themselves so much and they overthink so much that they never execute, they never take action, they never do what they always wanted to do. And then they turn 60 years old and they look back and think, oh, wow, I wish I did this. Just take action. What's going to happen? Is it what you fail? doesn't matter. You know, 80, 90% of businesses fail, like, it doesn't matter. At least you tried, right? And and what if you're that ten percent of people that does make a success out of it? Then then hats off to you, right? Yeah. So take action. I would say utilize platforms like this. Um, network with people in your industry that the industry that you want to be in because you can learn from those people. And not everyone is going to be willing to give you their time, but focus on the people that are willing to give you their time. Like there's people that are in the marketing field, right? They're technically or potentially my my competitors but i always sit down with them i always give them advice i always give whatever i can because i think to myself you know what i'm helping someone and if they can help me in the future amazing if not minor do you know what i mean i did a i did a good thing out there but go in network with people in your industry um and utilize platforms like this and, and definitely understand and improve your knowledge but understand why you want what you want why you're getting involved in, in, in the business that you want to do um and also lastly i would say only go into that business if you can see yourself working for free for 12 to 18 months. If you can't see yourself working for free for 12 to 18 months, you don't have the passion for this business. You just want to get into this business for money. That's it. And you can go to my recent Instagram post. I talked about this where people, uh, you know, they, they get into business thinking it's going to be overnight success, but they don't realize they need to put in 12, 15, 18 hour days. Mm. And then they lose the passion because they were never really interested in that business. Yeah. Um, 
and same thing for the finance space. So that's my advice for the new entrepreneurs. That's sick. That's sick. Best advice you can give. Um, next one. Tips tips to stop procrastinating. Tips to stop procrastinating. Um, okay, well, I think it's very easy to ask that question whilst you're in quarantine. But whilst you're in quarantine, you shouldn't be procrastinating because you have enough hours to utilize for you to be for you to be making those hours beneficial, mm. right? And procrastinating is realistically, I used to procrastinate with uh, uni work or sixth form work. And the reason why I used to do that was because I never really had an interest in it. So you have to ask yourself, what are you procrastinating in? Are you procrastinating because you don't have a, a real interest in this, but you're doing it for someone else, you're doing it because you have to? You know, those are the things that you sometimes can't avoid because you really don't have the, the, the interest in it, the passion in it. Yeah. But you still have to get it done, right? And from, for example, for me, I used to go uni and I didn't really enjoy it. I completed it. I'd done what I needed to do. But even my dissertation, I did it like two days or one day before the due date. And that That's was right. purely procrastination. That was because I had real, not, real interest in, in, in uni and I was running a business at that time yeah. whilst I was in uni. I was running Coastal Awakened. So um, procrastination, it comes down to is it something that you're doing? If you're procrastinating in something that you should be enjoying and it's your passion, then you have to remind yourself that, hold on a second, wake up, man. Like, you, you need to be achieving your goals. You're not clear enough. You're not focused enough or um, you don't have crystal clear goals. You, you're not setting your goal specific and um, measurable targets because if you were, you would be achieving those goals and you would be focused on getting that work done that you're procrastinating on. So um, that's, that's my advice for procrastination. Next one, um, and I actually like this one a lot. Is it possible to do business while holding on to? Oh, messed up completely. <laughs> while holding on to? Is it possible to do business while holding on to your core morals and principles? Yeah, I saw this one on Instagram. Like, this is a very uh, philosophical question. Yeah, I like this one. Yes, I think I think of course you can go into business um, whilst holding on to your core morals. What the core morals and principles? Yeah, principles. Yeah. Yeah, so your core morals and your principles are basically, essentially, how you define yourself, right? What is what is beneath the exterior? What is inside of you? What what are the things that are important to you? Is it religion? Is it you giving back to people? Is it charity? You know, is it you know whatever it is, you you have core principles and values and morals that make you who you are, and that is what makes you unique, and that's what makes you special as an individual, right? But there's no reason why you can't be financially prosperous from that. There's businesses in every industry that will match your morals and match your principles and match your uh, values. I'll give you an example. If your if your core principles and your core morals is in line, for example, with your religion, right? Your religion, maybe Christianity, Judaism, Islam, whatever it is, those principles, values, and uh, beliefs um, as 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 an individual are in line with your religion you can start a business that is in line with your religion because that is naturally in line with your principles, your morals and your values, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, you could start a business to do with, if you're a Muslim, for example, you could start a business to do with, um, uh, you could start a podcast to do with, uh, to sit down with other Muslims that share your core values and your core principles and you could you could make money from that. You could start a, a business to do with um, selling holy books. You could start a business to do with um, selling miswaks or for example with me um, urban outfits isn't directly to do with Islam it's, it's more of Arabic street yeah, but naturally 
there is going to be a link between Arabic and, and Islam. And that is a business for me that does kind of link a little bit with my principles of that side of, of Islam. And, you know, that that is a, a me making money from a business that is to do with my core principles and core values. Same way with Social Awaken. My core principles and my core values is to give back to people. So in that business, I'm benefiting from it. I'm, fina- I'm financially benefiting from it. But I'm also doing something in line with my morals and my principles. So definitely, definitely you can do that. Um, it just depends on what your core principles and values are and who you are and how do you describe yourself as your characteristics. And you can find something that is in line with that um, and, and and you can definitely um, benefit from that financially. 100%, 100%. Um, and I think we touched on this one briefly with like my experience and your experience, but how do you draw people into your brand? I think that basically goes back how to do the whole personality, personality factor. Yeah, so how do you draw people into your brand? Like, obviously, drawing people into your brand is, I'm guessing, them coming to you and them reaching out to you as opposed to you finding business. Mm. Well, that happens over time anyway, right? Once you're in the marketplace of where you exist, naturally, people will find you over time. But definitely, like you said, personal branding is the best way to do that because you can reach to people that have never met you before but they can get to understand you. Like people watching this podcast right now, there's going to be people out there that have never met us in person or don't personally know us, yeah. but they feel like they know us. They feel like we're familiar people because we're just like them. We feel, we kind of uh, hit a nerve. We're, we're likable people. And, and for them, they feel like they know who we are. So naturally, they may feel like, okay, I feel like I know who this person is. Maybe I want to do business with him. Maybe I want to work with him in his business. And naturally, that's going to benefit you. Um, that's how you get people to draw into your brand um that's yeah literally personal branding is the best way um other than that um give value to people right that's another way is when you give something with no expectation to get something in return naturally people remember that and i used to do that so much in the beginning stages i still do it but in the mainly in the beginning stages of my business especially for social awaken um i used to give so much value out i used to give so much free advice out i used to help people for free never ask for money and that has helped me to where I am today because that, you know, they, they have so much respect for me. Not only that, they, they recommend me to other businesses that will work with me. And I just believe in that good energy, that, that cycle. So that's how you attract, I, I think the best way to attract people to your brand is, um, you know, personal brand, use your personal brand, give value to people and also be very clear. Like I said in the Instagram live, be very clear of who your ideal customer is. Spend time with your where your ideal customers are spending time. Because if you understand who they are, they will understand who you are and they will come to you. Yeah. Because naturally you're, you're, you're spending time in the same places. Um, that could be you're spending time on um, LinkedIn, you're spending time on Instagram, um, you're spending time in a networking group, maybe you're in a mastermind group like, like my one. Um, there's different things that you can do to spend time where your ideal customers are spending time. And naturally over time, um, people will be drawn to you and your brand. I think that's basically it. That's been a sick and long podcast. You know, it's funny because <laughs> I put a, put a poll up on my Instagram story today, yeah, of what do you guys prefer, short term or long, long, sorry, short form or long form. And everyone mm-hmm. voted for long form. So here's your long form. I told you, I told you, bro. Well, you know you. what to say though, innit? The-, the best podcasts are the longer ones. So. And you've sick. got both. You've got the clips on, on social and you've also released a new clip today of short form. So do both. You can, you can please everyone from Doing yeah yeah sick 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 but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed that one literally that, that was sick I, I haven't got no words for it that, that was just sick 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you, bro. Thank you for Make having sure, me. Bro. Yeah. I appreciate it. No, it's been good to talk to you again, man. I know we speak on more or less a daily basis, but you know when. When you're doing a podcast and that, nah, it's I know, sick. I know, deep, deep convos, isn't it? Yeah, deep convos. So yeah, I'm gonna make sure I leave Hamza's links here and also in the description below, so you can follow that. Follow Social Awaken. Follow Brios. Follow Alvin Outfitters. Follow everything. <laughs> follow everything that my man does because he's sick. all the information. All the information can be found on my um, personal Instagram. Yeah, you can you can find everything in there. So follow. I am. What is it? I, I am Hamza Zahor, isn't it? Yeah. Follow that, and uh, until next time. Oh, sorry. Follow me as well. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you subscribe like share comment your feedback all of that stuff and um yeah i'll see you on the next one that was sick sick bro sick what was that for you <laughs>